hungry. Hey, hungry people, it's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. I'm here at Hungry Land with Mikey and Jamie. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. How are you? Good. How about you? I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to record these podcasts when I'm hungry, and yeah. we have no food to eat today. Yeah. I know. I feel like we should do Uber Eats right now, so it's ready by the time we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Um, so today's episode, if you enjoyed last week, you're going to like it today. If you didn't enjoy last week, you're still going to like it our episode today. It's the International Dining Out episode. Ooh la la. It does sound fancy. Sounds like we're going abroad, are we? Um, we are not going abroad, but we are speaking of foods that come from abroad. Ah. No. I don't mean like abroad, yeah. like some chick. <laughs> like, abroad. Uh, like Mel like from overseas. Alice's uh, <laughs> exactly. restaurant, whatever like, it was called. Like Flo. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Flo. <laughs> She's the best. Florence Jean Castleberry. Yep. <laughs> Why do I know that? Um, no, we're going to be tackling ethnic food. And restaurants and dining out and giving tips and tricks for ordering smart things and making good choices, specifically when you are for Chinese food, for Italian food, for Mexican food, and for sushi. Ooh. Perfect. These are all very, they're, they're totally like Americanized yeah. international Yeah, foods. they're not really yeah. super international. They're a regular part of our lives. No, it's not like we're tackling French the food. finest French restaurants and things of that nature because I, you know, that's not the, really the way I eat anyway. But mm -hmm. we all love food that's not necessarily, you know, straight up American. And when you go out for food, there's more of a chance that you might see things on the menu and you might not know what they mean and you might order the wrong thing and you might make a mistake because you don't know what the words are. And we're going to fix all that today. Hooray. So much fun. Yeah. You excited? I am. I can't wait. I'm hungry though, but I, I can't wait. We're I can't decide. Hungry. I'm going to use this episode to decide what we're going to have for dinner tomorrow night. Okay, cool. That's exciting. Mm -hmm. It's going right, to be so sushi. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, please be sushi. But you'll have tips. Not yeah. that you need them. That's right. But you will. All right, what's up in the world of... Uh, this one is almost international. It's kind of, it's Tex-Mex. Chipotle has come out with four new bowls. They're calling them the lifestyle bowls, and they're geared at the popular diets that are happening right now. Uh, the bowls are the Whole30 salad bowl, which has 500 calories, the Paleo salad bowl, which has 455 calories, the Keto salad bowl, which has 580 calories, and the, this one's not good for you the uh, double protein bowl 815 calories i'm assuming that's right that's bad right 815 i mean we don't want to say it's bad <laughs> for you but it is on the high calorie yeah. side for one meal that's a lot i think yeah. um each bowl contains specific ingredients that match the requirements of the particular diet uh and it's basically the, the thing is to eliminate the need for having to customize all your orders um now there is one catch though the bowls are only available on the app. You can't walk in and order these bowls. You have to download the app and order them, and then you can pick it up or have it delivered. Um, but they are going to be a permanent part of the Chipotle menu. It's a little weird that you need the app. Yeah. What if you don't have the app? Or what if you don't use apps? You can't just go in and say, hey, give me a whole 30 bowl. Yeah, what you, can't, you do? can't do that. I don't know. I'm going to try it. Yeah, uh, maybe they take too long to make because, you know, Chipotle, it's a... It's a Oh, it's you really have to like call ahead. To station, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I do. I think I think it's a really good marketing um, thing for them because these diets are so popular. The double protein bowl. I was like, 
thinking it probably has rice in it. And mm. if you're doing the double protein, the whole idea of the double protein is to ditch the starch. So I think they screwed up there. Yeah, they might have missed the mark there. I think yeah. I think they did. But you can get it. I would. What I would do is get the double protein bowl with no rice and then extra romaine. And I bet th- those numbers would really fall rapidly. Yeah, and you can see the. Uh, there's a picture of it. The um, there's a lot of rice and just like maybe four or five little pieces of romaine on top. So, yeah, they should definitely add more romaine. So weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, I think I give them an A for effort. That's pretty cool, especially yeah. because those diets are so popular now. Mm-hmm. And the way the world is now, it's not like there's one diet sweeping the nation. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, it was like the South Beach diet and everyone was on it. Now it's keto, paleo, Whole30. It's exactly what they're saying. So they have something for everyone. Yeah. Go Chipotle. All right. Jumping into our first international cuisine, we are going to start with even though it's not Sunday, Chinese food. <laughs> we used to get Chinese food every single Sunday night mm-hmm. for like years. Mm-hmm. Every, every Sunday. You don't anymore? No. Mm-mm. But maybe if we have some new tips and tricks, we will. Maybe you will. I love Chinese food. I grew up in New York and every single Sunday, like clockwork, we'd occasionally go to the deli, but it was more takeout mm-hmm. Chinese food. And it made me so happy. And when I think about what I ate as a child... It is so frightening. I would probably eat like six spare ribs <laughs> to start my meal. Right? Well, yeah. You get the poo-poo tray, right? The poo-poo platter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird yeah. name. With the Lazy Susan. Do most Chinese yeah. restaurants still have that? They, well, I don't know if they still do, but it would like spin around. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was so exciting. Yeah. But, you know, if you go out for Chinese food, it starts well. You sit down. You start with a cup of tea usually. I don't usually have tea before my meal. In Chinese restaurants, I do, and you feel good about it. But then... That bowl of crispy noodles with duck sauce. Mm. If you're lucky, they give you duck sauce. If you're not lucky, they give you the hot mustard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like to mix the two, actually. Yeah, I know yeah. people who do that. The yeah. hot mustard at a Chinese restaurant, it's, I can't do it. It's so hot. It's like horse it's wasabi. Yeah, yeah, it's like that, that kind of heat that's not okay. But those crispy noodles can really set you down a wrong path. I mm. think that it's the greasy, crunchy, salty carbs mixed with the sweet sauce Forget it. So, like, that to me is, like, where it all goes south at Mm -hmm. the Chinese restaurant. If you can avoid those, you should. If you really love them, have some. But just know they may trigger you. Mm -hmm. To me, it's a big-time trigger food. But the other stuff that happens at a Chinese restaurant, a lot of times the meals that sound like they're going to be good for you have hidden secrets. So you may get not something. Not the good kind. <laughs> not good, not good hidden secrets. <laughs> Bad hidden secrets. Like if you say you want sweet and sour chicken, like there's no indication that the chicken is going to be deep fried, mm-hmm. but it is. Mm-hmm. So unless you know about the dish, you may be surprised and it's okay to ask. But the deep fried stuff at Chinese restaurants is loaded with oil and smothered in sauce mm-hmm. and, you know, things that even sound innocent aren't. Like egg foo young is one of those oh, things. Oh, it's my you favorite. Think I know, you know what, my husband loves That's it too. That's my go-to. And I don't eat it anymore because I, there's only one place in, in the valley here that makes a good egg for young and no other place does, so I, I just don't get it. Well, you're probably better off without it because yeah. it's not just like, yeah, we have a great recipe for egg foo young. Oh We're God, gonna yes. Let's put that up on our show page. Let's do it. But the thing about egg foo young is it's like, they call it a Chinese omelet and it's like made with egg and, and you sometimes veggies, lots of onions and it's so soaked in oil and the oil is sort of hidden by this thick gloppy brown mm-hmm. sauce mm-hmm. and there's always you know either pork or beef or chicken or the house special which has all of the above it's crazy mm-hmm. an order typically has over a thousand calories wow yeah. i guess yeah. it's gonna not eat it anymore wow a thousand calories yeah and that's like like per pancake 
It's not per, it's usually the order the so it's like, depending okay. on how big the pancake is, but it's not per pancake, but it's just one of those things like it, there's a lot of stuff like that at the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Lo mein is one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay? And here's another thing, I don't want to like get off subject, but the thing that kind of really bugs me is that so many Chinese food meals are noodle based. First they start you off with noodles, those are crunchy. Then you can get either a lo mein or a, a chow fun. Those are noodle dishes. And then what do you get on the side? Rice. <laughs> it's like the only place on earth that's yeah. okay to have these like triple starches. That's so true. I never thought about that. It's like all of, you know, multiple side dishes or even the base of your entree. Carb, carb, carb. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Mike, Mike looks depressed. <laughs> well, and I'm thinking like even the soup, like war wonton soup is in a dump. Is it, it's like a dumpling with, you know, like... It's yeah, everywhere. it is. Well, it, it is everywhere. But that's, you know, the thing about the Chinese restaurant that I love because I'm such a soup person and we talk about soup so much on the podcast. It's great. And Chinese soup, there's a lot of good choices. So if you want to start your meal off with soup, which I highly recommend, wonton soup, even with the dumplings, usually there's only a couple of those mm-hmm. in the soup. And the clear broth is so clear. It's not fatty. Mm-hmm. There's usually veggies, sometimes like chicken and shrimp. Usually it's pretty light. So the wonton soup is a good choice. Even hot and sour soup. Oh, I love hot and love sour it. soup. Yeah. Love it. So That's nice Jamie's and spicy. Is it? Now, now I know. I don't know. Sunday night, we might have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking tonight. <laughs> um, but the soup, and they also, sometimes there's other creative soups, but I have to say the soup at a Chinese restaurant, it's not a place for you to really go crazy. It's not, I mean, you're not going to go off track by ordering it. The soups there are pretty reasonable. Very rarely, even mm-hmm. like the velvet corn soup, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. It's not made with cream. They're not bisques. So I say start with a soup. My pick for that is definitely going to be something broth-based, but hot and sour is also good. When it comes to the entrees, here's the thing. First of all, usually you don't get your own entree at a Chinese restaurant. You share. Usually Family you share. style. How do you feel about that? I honestly... When I go out to to dinner, Chinese food, I let everyone order all the fun stuff, and then I order a steamed, you know, a a special Jamie meal. So what happens when people try to take some of your Jamie meal, and you don't want any of the fun stuff? So they know better, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, it's, if you've got a big crowd, maybe you order, like, I'll get a steamed um, protein and veg, and then I'll get an, I'll be like, ah, bring out an extra side of steamed veggies, just so I know there's a little extra. Just in case, you know, there's your your backup. So that's the thing. There's a lot of perfect ingredients at a Chinese restaurant. You just have to special order or know how to use them and not abuse them. Mm -hmm. So the beauty of it is I think half, if not more of the dishes have just a protein and a veg. I know. And it's great because you just say, hey, can you steam that for me Mm -hmm. and give me sauce on the side? Some of them even have like a healthier steamed Mm -hmm. portion of the menu. Yes. There's a lot of restaurants that have that now and they have these little like you can see the little healthy walk. Yeah, exactly. Symbol. And Jamie it. does the the advice you gave in the the, the dining at the past episode about asking questions. Like she, the place we go to, she'll ask questions and then she'll custom order. Like they, and they they mm-hmm. usually will allow you to custom order it. They're very accommodating. Yeah. So I do. I typically order everything steamed with sauce on the side, and then you can dip, and you can pick and choose. I like a light brown sauce, and then I have a little sauce tip that I'm going to give you. But it's really okay to special order, and it's okay to order things steamed. So don't feel bad about that. Especially since, and you were talking about this earlier, like things that sound so innocent, like orange chicken, that sounds like it should be healthy. It is chicken that is coated in the most sugary sauce and it's deep fried. I Mike used to order the orange shrimp and it was like the most horrifying thing in terms of it, it's just a fat fest. I know. Even the orange tofu, I would like, I 
oh, I had a nephew that used to eat it all the time and it would be in mm -hmm. my house. And I would take bites of it and say, this is the most delicious thing I've ever tasted. But the tofu was like fried in oil and smothered in that crazy sauce. Mm -hmm. It could not have been a good idea. I feel like there are a lot of good, like with that steamed um, vegetables and lean proteins, like there's a lot of good proteins you can get. Yeah, the shrimp, first mm -hmm. of all. And you know what? I will say this though. When you go out for Chinese food and you order it steamed, you're really going to see the quality of the meat that they use. Mm -hmm. And if your chicken is like very tender and delicious, that's a really good sign. But you'll know right away mm -hmm. if that chicken mm -hmm. is slimy, just, you know, mm -hmm. don't stick with the shrimp at that <laughs> restaurant. Because when it's steamed and it's not smothered with all the stuff, you really get a picture of what yeah. they're using. I also like I'll do like they usually have a seafood mix. So it's like steamed, beautiful fish fillet, scallop, shrimp. That's always really good. Yeah, and, 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 and it's, and it's again, it's like such a beautifully colored, mm -hmm. vibrant dish. And also, speaking of steamed, they usually have steamed veggie dumplings, too, which are oh, also not are a so bad yummy. choice. Oh, think about that. Wow. You don't have to eat the whole order, but just eat a couple of those. And I love dumpling sauce. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's very Is light. It like plum sauce? So it can be, but that, that's more like the... Um, what they use with the mushu. Yeah. Like oh. a thick oh, plum yeah. sauce. Dumpling mushu sauce crepes. is usually... I know, mushu is so good. Uh, See, uh, you can get mushu, but you can get it steamed and then don't eat the crepes. Or you get it steamed and you do eat the crepes. Mm -hmm. But mushu is not... It's usually a lot of cabbage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's my, a you know, good dish. My problem isn't any of that. It's the sauce. I douse it with... That sauce is so good. And it's, I'm sure it's all sugar, right? It's so sweet. It is. It's like a thick, sugary... Yeah. It's hoisin sauce. Yeah. Hoisin when, sauce. When we get takeout, the size that they give you with that dish is the same size as the soup. It's crazy. <laughs> and, and Mike definitely <laughs> eats it. Mm -hmm. I want to hear... Um, can you say you had a sauce tip? I do. Okay, being the control freak that I am, sometimes the sauces that they give you are just not okay for me they're not acceptable so like the white sauce is like gooey and gloppy yeah. and you're like well, what is it and then the brown sauce can be oily mm -hmm. too salty and just kind of weird and not perfect soy sauce on its own i like it because it's light but it is very salty mm -hmm. duck sauce on its own i love but it's so sweet and so sugary so get this you take your soy sauce you put a teaspoon of duck sauce into your soy sauce you mix them together and you have the best sauce ever that oh. is genius because that's my problem. Normally, I'll, I'll drizzle soy sauce over the whole dish, but it's, it's salty. It's a little one note. Oh, my God. I love that. I can't wait to do that. And a little bit of duck sauce goes a long way. It just sweetens it. It mm -hmm. lifts everything. It brings out the flavor. You guys have to try it. Can't awesome. wait. All right. Before we wrap up Chinese food, I'm going to say one thing. Because you can't end your meal without a fortune cookie. Oh, good. That's still on the table. We can have those. <laughs> it's still on the table. I feel like fortunes have gotten really lame. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not even fortunes anymore. Mm -mm. It used to like tell you something important. Now you open a cookie and it's like, you like Chinese food. Yeah. Ah. Seriously. <laughs> you have just had a good meal. <laughs> you exactly. will tip generously. You, <laughs> that's, that's actually, that's a smart idea. Yeah. yeah. You should just make those cookies and sell them to all the local <laughs> restaurants. There you go. Gee. Anyway, fortune cookies have 30 calories each. Have you ever gotten a fortune cookie without a fortune in it? It's the most depressing it thing is. in the world. I have, but they still had 30 calories each. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So I was happy. Truly, 30 calories is not a bad thing. For not a little sweet, crunchy, mm -hmm. satisfying. It's one of Lolly's favorite foods. Really? I feel bad that we don't do takeout that much Aww. anymore. She lives for fortune cookies. Wow. And the way she crunches them, so I cute. I know what to get her for her birthday. Oh, she would <laughs> love that. We used to go to this restaurant uh, when we first started dating, a Chinese restaurant that would have chocolate covered, or white chocolate covered 
fortune cookies. Yum. Those, those are, are not, not 30. <laughs> yeah. Those are not so 30 good. calories each. Um, okay, moving on to Mexican food. We like Mexican food. Mexican food. Here's the deal. What other restaurant can you go and sit down and they give you bottomless baskets of fried chips <laughs> and salsa? That's dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dangerous. Especially if you're hungry. If you show up hungry, you're in trouble. I know. And and it's hard to get around that. I knew, I mean, I knew somebody that used to like the salsa. So this person would put a whole bunch of salsa on their plate and then use the chip and just like use it as a spoon to eat the salsa. I do that. I do that. Oh, <laughs> that, you weren't who I was referring I to. I totally, I was, I was afraid to say it because I thought you would be like, Jamie, that's so extreme. But <laughs> it is I do love extreme. salsa and I get a little bit of the taste of the chip. And just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, look, I've done sillier things. So that's not a bad idea. But also then you sit down and they say, hey, would you like a margarita? And if you order a margarita at a Mexican restaurant, if you're lucky, they serve frozen ones. And if you're really lucky, they're the giant ones. But you're also not so lucky because those can be loaded with crazy amounts of calories. Mm-hmm. So the frozen margarita probably has five or six hundred calories. Ah, and that's Whoa. just your drink. It's terrible. Oh my but you gosh. know, if you want, what you could do, like again, being a control freak, when I go out for Mexican food, I do stick my like little crystal light lemonade packs in my purse. And I make my own margaritas. Do you know what I just remembered? Because I love that tip. When we did the happy hour episode. I think we did like a review of all the different mocktail drink mix packets. Oh, yeah. The, remember the Margaritaville? I do. I have those in my purse, too. So if you bring that in your purse yeah, and then you just order, what do you order? Like a club soda? I ordered tequila with club soda. And then you just add your little drink mix? And then mix. I add my drink mix. It's not margarita. the whole thing. Yeah. It's strong. You mm-hmm. do like half of it. Or do it to taste. Mm-hmm. And you have your own margarita. And you can just add citrus, add a lot of lime juice, add some more lemon, and you feel like you're drinking like a full-on sweet, delicious margarita for a fraction of the calories. That's a really good tip. I love that tip. All right. Now we're going to talk about another huge problem with a Mexican restaurant. When you get a... All right. At a Mexican restaurant, the plates are like long. They're like giant ovals, Mm -hmm. 14 inches long, (laughs) right? From left to right, the entire plate is covered with melted cheese. It's so true. <laughs> you don't even know what's under the cheese. Mm-hmm. It's just a layer of cheese. I used to work at a Mexican restaurant and I can attest that as I was like picking up the dishes to take out, they all look the same. It's just a layer of cheese because you have to peek underneath to see what's even under there. Did you get cheese on your fingers? Just from no, even holding I used the a plate? little knife. I used a knife to check. <laughs> the best part of cheese <laughs> is that cheese that's kind of like burnt, burnt onto the, the side of the, uh, the plate. Oh, it's so good. Yes. It is. It is. But I always order no cheese. I mean, I don't want to be boring, but like there's a lot you can do at a Mexican restaurant and make smart choices. And I always I say this about cooking and making things taste like Mexican food. It's all about the spices. Mm -hmm. So if you use like the cumin, a little cayenne and a lot of those like the taco seasoning, it can flavor up lean protein really nicely. Mm -hmm. And you can often order chicken or steak. You can get fajitas and you know, you can ask them to be on the slightly less oily side. Mm-hmm. There's always a lot of vegetable options. Black beans are a good choice. I usually stay away from the tortillas. I don't know if I'm the only one. Even when I get fajitas, I try to make it into a salad. I'll ask for like lettuce and tomato on the side. I love fajitas for that reason. Like it comes all disassembled so you can make whatever choices you want. And by the way, wait, I have a tip that I just thought of from my Mexican restaurant days. If you want it to be less oily, you know, sometimes they come out sizzling. You mm-hmm. could just say, like, no sizzle, because they put oil oh, they put on more. top to make it, like, fire up and sizzle. Yeah, that's good. Say, I'm allergic to sizzle. I'm allergic yeah, to sizzle. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and again, you can order, you can create your own salads, but 
go easy on the cheese or skip the cheese and use salsa as your dressing instead of the creamy dressings. You don't need that. The salsa is flavorful. All right. And I do, I have to tell you, I have another one of my favorite little hacks because sometimes you really want to enjoy a taco because a taco is a taco, whether it's a hard shell taco or a soft little tortilla taco. Here's what you do. You get your two tacos, because usually it comes in an order of two or three. So you take both of those tacos, or even three of them, and you take the stuffing out of them and put them in one tortilla. Oh, that's, smart. <gasps> that's a great idea. So you get all the delicious, healthy filling, and you still get the feeling of biting into a taco, but not all the carby extras. Yeah. That's fun, right? Yeah. I love it. Well, Mike looks sad. He's like, oh, <laughs> I want three shells. I do. No, <laughs> but it's still, you don't feel like you're depriving yourself if you do it that mm-hmm. way, I think. You're getting three times as much of the good stuff mm-hmm. and only one, yeah. you know, one serving of the bad stuff. I love it. What's your stance on beans? I like beans. I, I eat beans, all, like a lot of different types of beans. What's the best one? Because sometimes they have, like, I'll see a choice of black beans or refried beans. I'm guessing with fried in the name. <laughs> well, but refried beans are not as bad as you think. Really? The stats on refried beans are typically really not bad. That, but the problem with them is just usually the amount. Mm-hmm. So they're all good for you. I think black beans in general may be a safer bet mm-hmm. because it's very hard to get a Mexican restaurant to commit to giving you refried beans without that pile of cheese on top. Yeah. They're very hesitant That's to do true. that. That's true. But if you can control it at home, refried beans are actually not so bad I feel bad like refried you. beans need like a PR makeover. <laughs> they need to get fried out of their name. Yes, that's true. Like re-fried. Yeah, it's t- twice fried. Twice basically. fried. Well, we could call them smashed beans. Yes. That's what they are. There you go. They sound so like let's call relevant. Let's yeah. definitely make smashed beans from now on. There you go. <laughs> okay, you want to move on to Italian? Yes. Italian, as my grandmother would say, Italian. Yeah. Did <laughs> your grandmother say the same thing? I think everyone from the East Coast back in, you know, born in the, Brooklyn? the post-Depression era say Italian. <laughs> the Bronx? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the, the trouble with Italian food... First of all, the bread basket with all the olive oil. It's their version of chips and salsa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. And then they pour, they drizzle all that olive oil and yeah. butter and balsamic and oi. And then, of course, again, it's just like Mexican food and Chinese food. Carbs are the yeah. centerpiece. Mm-hmm. The centerpiece of an Italian meal is typically pasta. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it because pasta, it's like... When I hear the word pasta, it kind of gives me heart palpitations. Because <laughs> it's like, it's so delicious. And we basically spend our lives here recreating mm-hmm. the excitement and the flavor and the whatever of pasta using things that are not pasta. But when you go to an Italian restaurant, it's kind of hard to resist the pasta. It's hard, but I mean, it's, it's not, not impossible. And especially, honestly, I love veggie noodles so much that it's like, I'm less tempted to waste the calories on real pasta at a restaurant because I'm like, ah, it's not worth it. I can have delicious zucchini noodles at home exactly so you get your fix for the pasta other places Mm -hmm. so when you go out for italian food you're not craving the pasta and there Mm -hmm. are a lot of really healthy good choices at italian restaurants and let's be honest i've been to like three or four restaurants in the past year that actually serve spaghetti squash yes i know instead of spaghetti there even are some that will serve um zucchini noodles when we were on the cruise they had a dish that was like a pasta dish but made with zucchini noodles that was the best yeah now i'm thinking about it It was at the restaurant canaletto exactly on the boat oh that was so good we need to not do these when we're hungry this is painful truly (laughs) truly truly so the good stuff at an italian restaurant you can start with a house salad i know that sounds boring but get your dressing on the side have a crouton or two, maybe like toss the others aside. Minestrone soup is underrated. 
people a lot of people don't know like what they, they're like what is minestrone soup it's kind of like a vegetable soup yeah and it's tomato based and you can often order it without pasta mm-hmm. sometimes they serve it with pasta sometimes they don't even if it has pasta if you get a cup of minestrone you're not doing too bad and you can also you do what I do. You can leave it on the bottom of the bowl. It's easy to just yeah. eat the top of it. And then give it to Mike to eat. Exactly. Then he gets a little bowl of yeah. s- soupy pasta. Mm-hmm. Everyone save your pasta and send it to Mike. Yes. We'll give there you the address at the end of the show. Um, and then steamed mussels and steamed clams. That's also another great appetizer. Mm-hmm. Love. So I love the appetizers mm-hmm. at Italian restaurants. Yeah. I love mussels and clams. If they're in a little bit of a light wine sauce, mm-hmm. better than a butter sauce. Mm-hmm. Marinara sauce is probably the best of all. Yeah. But... There's so few calories in clams and mussels, and it's not like they soak up the sauce in a way like eggplant or something that's yeah. very porous does. Mm-hmm. So you're not doing too bad if you have that shellfish. Well, it's like you just put it in a sauna. You don't actually put it in a swimming pool with the sauce. It's steaming Wait, in the sauce. Mean? Oh, but it's it is floating in it, too. Yeah, but it's <laughs> in a sauna. It's in a sauna and swimming pool. Yeah. But you could also, you know... You don't, have to, you don't have to take all the sauce and eat yeah. it with the bread. And most people don't. I mean, they usually when you, t- you take a muscle out of the sauce and you right. eat the muscle. But usually people take the bread and then soak oh. up all the rest of the all sauce. Right. But we're well, saying don't do don't that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And don't, right. put it, don't put the sauce in the clamshell and sip it. First of all, bad manners. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. weird. It yeah. Is. Yeah, I've, yeah, seen that's weird. It, I've seen it all the time. People at home are like, who does that? And then, you know, I know the guy who does that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so the entrees, you can get grilled, steamed, broiled chicken, seafood. They serve it with a lemon. You can get it with a squirt of lemon. You can get it grilled. You can get steamed or grilled vegetables. You need to special order usually at an Italian restaurant. Yeah, but I find that, like, I love when I go there and they have a few different, like, fish of the day. And then you can just be like, you know, I'll get that fish. Can I get that grilled? It's so so easy and, you know. Any sauce? No, no sauce. Sauce on the side. Sauce on the side, grilled veggies. And it's always delicious. I don't know what they do on that grill, but... I am not complaining. You just you just have to want it. Yeah. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. And ask for what you want. Take control, people. All right. Are you ready for an Italian restaurant hack? Yeah. Bring All it. Right. Chipino. Oh, my favorite thing in the world. Chipino. For those of you who don't know what Chipino is, it is an Italian fish stew. It has a red, usually it's in a red kind of base sauce kind of broth. So it's a tomato broth with all kinds of fish. There's usually some kind of a white fish that remains nameless. They don't <laughs> want to tell you what kind of fish it is. But there's clams, mussels. A lot of times there's calamari, shrimp. It is like a potpourri of shellfish and that unidentifiable white fish <laughs> in some Sometimes red Sometimes you broth. get some salmon. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Oh, it's, it's so rich when I know. you get salmon and chipino. And the thing is, a lot of restaurants will, sometimes it d- they don't come with pasta, mm-hmm. but a lot of them it's good to ask. So yeah. Does it mm-hmm. come with pasta? And if it does, just leave it out. They'll give you more shellfish oh, yeah. anyway, and we're more broth. Yeah, a lot of times you'll get an option, like, or they'll even ask you, with linguine or without? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've gotten it sometimes... It didn't say it, so good thing to ask. And it came out and it had like orzo pasta throughout it. I'm like, no. Mm. You can leave it out. Don't taint my chipino. And what a delicious meal that is. It's so good. I always finish all of the sauce and mm-hmm. they're always like, wow, you were hungry. And I'm like, wow, have you been using that line since 1992? <laughs> I don't like, first of all, it's soup. Tell the lady, like, you know what, that's what you're supposed to yeah. eat. But also, I don't like when servers judge yeah. how yeah, much when they comment on your eating, eating. Yeah. that really kind of like because i over order i'll order a lot of things and my intention is not to eat all of them but i sometimes like to taste everything and they're like mm-hmm. are you sure you want that much right. that's a lot of food why are you ordering four entrees for two people and i just feel i feel very judged yeah it's very off-putting you know what it's um 
this is kind of old fashioned, and I'm not an old fashioned person. I hate when they clear some people's plates mid meal. Yeah. I think bad form. it's such yeah. bad form and like it offends me if I'm sitting there still eating they clear Mike's plate I feel like a little piggy or something because I'm like still no, chomping you're away right. yeah. you're right and I also hate when they serve dessert before they've cleared the plates away yeah. oh yeah well that's just unappetizing it's yeah. like this, I like this when, has turned oh, into the oh, restaurant complaint I wait, 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 wait. I love when they come out with the little sharp thing that they scrape along the tablecloth oh, to clear all favorite. the crumbs the, crumber. the crumb clearer that's, yeah. the, that's, crumber. the that's when you know you're in a fancy restaurant yeah. it's a crummer yeah. I also don't like it though when they People. bring out half the food and then like oh it, that's the it's worst it's like five six minutes before the, uh, someone else is a portion you don't do that all the food at once alright Italian food don't be insulted this is not talking yeah. about you and no, it's not you, it's you. us it's, <laughs> this is just us griping about bad restaurant form I'm safe to say I can't have pizza at an Italian restaurant right there's nothing I mean, good about pizza there uh, you know what luckily these days flat is where it's at so mm-hmm. flatbread yeah. very thin crust mm-hmm. you you it's not the worst thing you can do to have a little bite of that or yeah. you know you get it as an app you split it with the mm-hmm. table you get the margarita you could go light on the cheese it's you know yeah. you could do worse okay i know look so my mom's a total hungry girl weight watcher like she's one of us and it, when she's really craving pizza she'll get a single slice of veggie pizza with and she'll say you know can they make it with light cheese like if they're making a a pizza and that is her little fix and then she'll have a salad to fill her up yeah it's all about making choices yeah i mean that's like a pizza place hack yeah Mm -hmm. but like you know an italian Italian restaurant restaurant. usually there's like a whole pizza but again if you share it with the table you can do that same trick yeah depends who you're dining out with i guess (laughs) and if you really want the pizza even if you got it as an entree you get a big salad exactly Mm -hmm. and you can have a piece or two and then you can bring some home if you want (laughs) you should come out with a pizza salad they have that. They do. They do? Salad oh. pizza, yeah. Salad pizza, but usually it's on a really thick crust, so it's like this big mm. giant piece of bread with oily salad on it. Gotcha. But I like the idea of it. We yeah. should make a bottomless salad pizza. In other words, it's just another word for salad. A bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the salad pizza. Be- yeah, it's the salad pizza without the crust. Yep. There you Great. Go. <laughs> okay, moving on to sushi. Yay! Sushi is not something that is universally loved by everybody. I mean, we live... We're from like the East Coast and now we're on the West Coast where everybody eats sushi all the time. Mm-hmm. But sushi is not one of those things that everybody loves. And a lot of people are confused by sushi. And then when you introduce them to sushi, you're giving them the things that everybody across the board thinks are delicious. Mm-hmm. And that's where you get into trouble. Yeah. So if you go out for sushi and someone's like, you have to try this dynamite. You know what that means? It's smothered in mayo. No. All it's mayo. Such a, it's such a encouraging word. You think it's going to be great. You think it's going to be dynamite. Yeah. And it's mayo might. Mm. I, don't, that, I don't even know what that means. Um, but uh, tempura. Also, that's deep fried. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ugh. it's going to taste delicious. Even tempura veggies are bad. Yeah. Well, you could pull what I do sometimes. Yes. And I know it's really weird, but you pull. I pull the breading off of them because they're cares. giant veggies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get those delicious like slices of Carrots veggie. Yeah. Kabocha. I encourage this. Okay, but I, you know what? That just means it's deep fried. And a lot of the rolls are made with mayo and cream cheese. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So rolls, because they're loaded with rice and they usually have eel sauce, which is loaded in sugar, that's just not the best way to go. If you're a fish lover and you think that you like raw fish and you're adventurous, there are better ways to go. So you could order sashimi, but the thing about sashimi, while I love it and I encourage it and I always order it in some capacity, chances are they're going to give you an order with a lot of pieces So if you want variety and you're not with a group, you're committing Mm -hmm. to either spending a lot of money or eating many pieces of that same fish. Mm -hmm. 
And also, if you order just an order of sashimi without rice, it's which is basically like your cut sushi without rice, sometimes it's cut a little thicker. Yeah, I used to think it was the same thing. I figured sushi with the rice on the bottom and then sashimi, like if you just take the rice off of the sushi, isn't it the exact same thing as sashimi? Sometimes it's not. So honestly, so what I tend to do, because I like the way they cut the regular nigiri, that's like fish on rice, I will order... Sushi, I, I say to my chef, who I have a really great shorthand and a nice relationship with, light rice, give me less rice. And so he puts my sushi on tiny little beds of rice. Mm-hmm. And if I go somewhere new, I will often just have some of the rice mm-hmm. or a little of the rice. And mm-hmm. a little rice goes a long way. Yeah, you can just kind of nudge off some of the bottom of that rice. Exactly. And if you're with a, a, a male, <laughs> right, Mike? Mm-hmm. They might eat the whole pile of rice yeah. that you leave in the corner yeah. of your sushi yeah. board. She which is it for me and I love it. It's Dip it good. in a little bit of soy sauce. It's great. Yeah, or eel sauce. Yeah, well, yeah. That's sweet, though. Oh, you know what else, though? If um, if you like the style of sashimi at the place, they, they cut it well. Um, sometimes there's a sampler, so you can get different kinds, and you don't have to commit to a giant plate of you know tuna sashimi. True. Very, very true. But if you have friends that like the sashimi, it's good to share, especially yes. the specialty ones, because mm-hmm. they have like yellowtail with jalapeno mm. and tuna with like shaved artichokes mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. fun like that it depends on where you go i'm getting i know i'm hungry. so hungry <laughs> but also the thing most sushi restaurants have miso soup which is so low in calories and, and so, delicious. so delicious like 35 to 50 calories an order which is mm-hmm. just a nice little cup so that's a good starter also sunamono salad it's just sliced cucumbers with rice vinegar it's the that's best. my favorite yeah crunchy healthy it's great for you. So and they and they have salads too. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I create my own salad. I know you probably I do the same thing. I definitely do. So you get your fish, you put it on your salad, or you just order the sashimi salad, yep. which yeah. comes with lettuce. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that you can do if you're not a sushi fan yet. Be careful if you're going to go there and say I won't eat raw fish because they're going to give you things that are deep fried and sweet and crunchy and taste delicious that might be crazy on the calories. So it's just a little bit more of an indulgence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. What's your opinion on veggie sushi? Um, I like it, but it's mostly about the rice. So I yeah, always feel bad when true. I eat it. There's a like, little piece of tofu in the middle. Yeah. Too much. I mean, like an avocado roll is mm-hmm. nice every now and then or a cucumber mm-hmm. roll. I know my niece, when I go for sushi, that's what she gets because she's vegan. Mm-hmm. It's nice, but it's really mostly about the rice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since I'm not a huge rice fan, I mean... They taste good. Yeah. I like to, if I'm going like with Mike and a few other people, like get one roll for the table. And that way, if I'm like really, because, you know, all of this I feel like is, you know, take what you like. These are all tips and tricks. You don't have to do every single thing we're recommending. Exactly. So I like to do that. And that way I get like a taste for the roll. I get, you know, like we'll still get a healthy roll that's mostly fish and rice, but I'll have a couple bites and then I have my sashimi salad and I feel... Satisfied. Yeah. Right. It's all about moderation. Exactly. With everything. And at all these restaurants, if you want to have a little bit of dessert, you can. And if you want to order fruit, you can. Mm -hmm. My sushi restaurant serves fruit. Mm -hmm. My favorite Italian restaurant serves fruit. I love when they come out with the orange slices at the end of sushi or Chinese food. Mm -hmm. It's the best. Yeah. There's one place that gives you like the whole orange half and Mm -hmm. the way they cut it is like it's in sections. How do they do magical? Mm -hmm. And then some places make the cucumber look like sea monsters mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. i love a turtle that. i've seen a turtle. a turtle i've seen the yeah. turtle oh so creative all right well this has been great information huh yeah great episode oh, what are we gonna have for dinner sushi how will we decide <laughs> how will we decide so for some highlights of this episode you can go to our show page at hungry-girl.com slash foodcast 
And if you want to sign up for the daily emails, which you should already be on our list, but if you're not, go to hungry-girl.com and click subscribe and you'll get the best stuff every single Monday to Friday. Mm -hmm. I get excited to see that people are signing up from the emails because they've heard the podcast. Yeah. That's really cool. I know. Welcome awesome. to our world. <laughs> Welcome. So do that and review us on iTunes and check us out on Facebook. Join our Facebook community to meet other like-minded people who want to share tips and tricks and information. And sashimi. And sashimi and all that good stuff. So, And also you can call Mike and leave your questions. 805-380-8075. And if you want to give us some feedback, we like that, you could email podcast at hungry-girl.com or suggest at hungry-girl.com. We appreciate everything. We love when you reach out to us, so please do that. We love you. Yes. All right. Well, that wraps it up. That we a are. Good one. Uh, wait, it's time for lunch. Yeah, yeah. let's do mm -hmm. it. Let's go eat. All right. All right. I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing.